All I've been seeing lately is 90s fashion all over the place. It is Space Jam crop tops, butterfly clips, body glitter, those weird like tattoo meshy neck chokers that just you, you pull them and they spring back to your neck. I mean, if you go to Target alone, we've got neon orange, you've got denim on denim. I'm just looking at all these clothing options and I'm that that song from Smart House from the, remember the Disney Channel movie Smart House when Ben decides to have the party cuz his his dad isn't home and he tells Pat, "Hey Pat, could you turn on some kick butt music videos?" And she turns on Slam Dunk the Funk, put it up. If you get that feeling like all I'm hearing right now is 90s boy bands wearing oversized windbreakers. <laughs> oh my God. If I had known, okay, if I had known that 90s fashion was going to make such a hard comeback, I wouldn't have gotten rid of my overalls or my Aloha Hibiscus flower print shirts that were everywhere. Oh my gosh. I'm so sad about that because let's be honest. 90s fashion was a low for us, to say the least. It was grungy. It was weird. It was just like a collective smorgasbord of us not really knowing, should I commit to this or commit to this? So we just committed to everything we put on. It was like a hodgepodge of colors and patterns and uh, just so much going on. But if you're like me, if you're in your 30s and you're starting to see this, hey, Welcome to adulthood. My name is Jen Coffey. Welcome to Brew Ha Ha, my podcast where I'm brewing up life lessons and laughs. And guess what? I have the whole house to myself. That's why we're echoey a little bit. But this is a once in a lifetime opportunity because for those of you that know, I live in a house with three roommates and three dogs. Yes, there are seven living beings in the house. And at any given time, there are 50% of that. So the dogs are always home, and then there's me, one other person, or in my case, tomorrow, everybody's going to be home. So I decided to take this opportunity to podcast from our little mini office, which is just offset from the kitchen. And you know, I got to say, I've been pretty terrible about not podcasting on a weekly basis, and My last excuse was, oh, life's just happening. Well, okay. Life continues to happen. That's that's what being alive is all about. But I just choose to not podcast because all the things that I want to talk about right now are really freaking negative. (laughs) And I'm trying to not be negative. I'm trying to be positive. But guess what? I'm a human and humans come with a full range of emotions. It's like we're like buffets. We come with all these different options. Take a bite. If you hate it, spit it out. I don't know. Where do I begin? I mean, I, I'm I'm going to talk about it, obviously. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't even be listening. But I will say that there is some saving grace, and that is my bodybuilding show. My bodybuilding show approacheth. I am about, what what am I, eight weeks out from my show. And everything is just going so good. 
I've still got really good energy. My lifts are doing really good. The scale is starting to look pretty good. I'm starting to thin out. I'm bulking up, but I'm thinning out. That's the beauty of lifting weights is that your muscles start to bulge and the fat starts to dissipate, starts to melt. And that's what I'm feeling. So I'm not necessarily, I am in a cut, but I'm not necessarily missing out on a whole bunch of calories because I'm making smart decisions about my calories. So I still feel very full. So that's definitely helpful. I swear, if I didn't have my bodybuilding show right now, my life would be in total disarray and there would just be pieces of Jen little pieces of ground up coffee all over the floor. Ha ha, you like that? I made a coffee joke. Uh, For those of you that don't know, my last name is in fact coffee. No one ever believes me when I say, like not that they don't believe me. They just kind of do a double take and they always pronounce my last name Kofi because it's pronounced or it's uh, spelled C-O-F-F-E-Y. And I just, I get more, I get more upset when people spell my name, my first name with two N's rather than one rather than getting upset about my last name. And there, there's, there's reasons why I feel this way. I mean, I won't delve into them, but they have to do with my sordid romantic past of yore. And I just, I don't like telling people multiple times, oh, how do you spell your name? With one N and you continue to spell it with two. Obviously you're not listening and obviously I'm not a priority. So I hope you fall off a cliff like James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> but anyway... I'm having some iced tea. We're getting a little crazy with the caffeine, okay? Oh, boy. Um, Bodybuilding is great. It's doing really good. Work situation, not so much. And that's the give and take in the industry that I work in. And I've been having multiple conversations with people about this. And right now, January, February, March, dead season, slow season. It's painful. And it's like there's no hump to get over because there's no hump to begin with. So booking work for me right now is like next to impossible. It's not totally impossible, but it's next to impossible. I do have some gigs coming up at the end of the month, so I'm very grateful for that. But it's just one of those days. You know, I got an email for a gig this morning. It was a last minute thing. You know, they had someone call out and I'm used to being second in line. You know, this is a victim Victim, 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 pull out the tiny violin, but I'm usually the saving grace for every event. I mean, if they don't pick me, something happens, they come back around and Jen jumps in to save the day. Wow. Hey, if you just picked me the first time, you wouldn't have to be dealing with this, but whatever. That's just me. It was that situation. It was one of those like, oh, didn't I already submit for this? And then... They needed a savior and then the savior came and then they still didn't need a savior because three hours later they told me no. (laughs) And I want to sit here and laugh at my pain because, I mean, now I can. But it's just, you know, this industry is so fickle. And, And fickle is a nice way to put it. I'm at the point in my career or, well, I would hardly call it a career. I've been working in the entertainment industry since I was 18 years old. And this is pretty common to have these slow periods. But what's not common is this tactless approach that I've been noticing, I would say, within the last five years. Now, I understand that times are changing and there's different demographics and people want different things and yada, yada. But the main 
goal of any business, any entity, anybody involved in entertainment, performing arts, industry should be the same. It should be respect. And that does not exist anymore. And it's incredibly, incredibly frustrating because when I was a performer, I mean, I mean, like a hardcore performer when I was just 20, 24-7, nothing but eat, breathe. Someone's coming in the house. Did you hear that? Hello? I'm, I'm podcasting. You can say hi. Okay. Let's see his haircut. Someone just got a haircut. Where is it? Wait, turn around. Oh, okay. Oh, you only got like the back kind of shaved? It looks good. Anyway, I'm podcasting. <laughs> so what was I? T- oh, I was talking about, and my roommate has heard all of this this morning, so this is not new to him, but it's the the concept of disrespect how back in my day when i was working 24/7 and performing was my life it was general it was a what's the word i'm looking for all not all inclusive it was a universal it was a universal truth that everybody respected one another's time effort and talents and nowadays that's not it's like not really a thing anymore case in point you Say okay, I, I'm I'm hiring people for this this big parade. I don't know. I'm looking for 20 performers. Okay, so you put out the casting notice. You reach out to people that you know you've worked with before. La la la. You get let's let's say for the sake of the argument, you get 50 people submitting, and you weed through all the people, and then you say, okay, I found I found 25 good performers that I want because any smart business person thinks outside the box. You don't hire 20, you hire 25. Why, Jen? Glad you asked. Because when you get those pieces of you-know-what that decide that, "Mm, I don't want to do this, and they flake out, or someone, I don't know, breaks their ankle like an idiot, then you get the five people who you hired as backup, and they jump right in, i.e. they pull a Jen coffee and jump right in and save the day. So you get these 25 people or more, and you say, okay, perfect. I've got the people I want. Okay, so what do you do with the other 25 people that you didn't choose? Hey, as a professional, maybe you should reach out to them and say, oh, um, thank you for submitting. Your application is not going to be uh, moving forward at this time, but we will keep you in mind for future projects. So that you let them know like, hey, maybe not this time. Uh, not this time, maybe another time. Absolutely not. Well, you don't get that today. Nope, nope, nope you get absolute zero, you get silence. It's so, like, I'm I'm literally sitting here at a loss for words because having been in this industry for so long, my, my, most of my adult life, this is all I know. I've tried other jobs. I've tried other industries. It was so boring. I wanted to nail my tongue to the table just because I was that bored. And I just, I always fall back into theater. I always fall back into performing because it's, it's in my blood. It's in my calling. I can't explain it. It's just, it's part of me. And that's what makes us so weird and off-putting us weird theater nerds. Now to be in this, in this world where this society is like, oh, it's okay. You can just submit. And if we don't like you, we just ignore you. Ghosting is not appropriate. And I'm not talking about like romantic ghosting because that kind of stuff, whatever, is isn't. It's not an obligation, but this is an obligation. You have people, what makes you think that when you behave like that, people are going to want to submit for your stuff anymore. They keep submitting and keep submitting. It's, and it's not just my industry. It's every industry, every, everywhere I turn, we're hiring, hiring, help wanted, help wanted. And I go, Hmm, I wonder why that is. We all know why that is because of the COVID and all the stuff that happened and, 
you know, now people lost their jobs and now jobs are being created again and blah, 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 blah. And we're not going to go into a political rant here. But case in point, you have these businesses that are suffering and they can't run their businesses up to par. And so they're looking for help. Well, okay, so I understand that half the population doesn't want to work. They just want to sit around and collect unemployment. Fine. That's your choice. That's what it means to be an American. You get that option. Then the other part of the population, they want to work. So what do they do? They go and apply for these jobs and they don't hear back. What? I don't understand. How? Who are you helping? So you said you say you need help. Your restaurant, your bank, whatever is looking for employees to help run your business. You have people applying. Why are you not hiring them? And if you're not hiring them, why are you not telling them that they're not being hired? Because now I understand why society is so adept to this ghosting movement that just started occurring within the last five years. It is not okay. It is not freaking okay to just completely disappear and not respond and just pretend like, oh, I, I don't need to say anything. They'll understand that my no communication is communication. No response is a response. Bullshit. Get it out of your mind right now. If you want to be a professional, not only in the entertainment industry, in any industry, you have got to keep that communication line open. You have got to solidify what you're saying and what you're looking for. You've got to seal the deal. Okay, that's enough on that rant. So the work life is, it's strained, but we'll, we'll get there. Seasons are changing. I've got a couple gigs lined up. That kind of stuff, it really frosts my cookies when there is a level of etiquette that is com- being completely disregarded. Like, what are we, Neanderthals? I mean, we have smartphones and we have some of the most revolutionary technology that mankind has ever seen. And yet we can't even open our mouths to say two words, not accepted, not today. Thank you, come again. No, but maybe next time. I, I just, I know, Jen, you're being, you're being a little irrational, Someone of your caliber who understands things of this nature, it's a little ridiculous. It's almost as ridiculous as you being 35 years old wanting to be married and having children. I mean, what? It, who do you think you are? What is wrong with you? But anyway, what else is going on? Oh, my dad came to see my Las Vegas Desert Dog game last weekend. It was fabulous. And then, of course, the CEOs... Or, or I'm sorry, the big wigs of Desert Dogs came up to me and they were like, Jen, we just want to let you know that uh, your job might be at risk because we just love your dad. And I'm like, great. So now my dad's going to replace me? No. <laughs> but he was quite a hoot. Um, What else? What else? Oh, yeah, I turned 35. That was fantastic. I went to the Aria and got a massage at their spa. Oh, my God. Let me tell you what. It's pretty pricey, but it's worth every penny. It's, it's, it's luxury at its finest. And we all know the, the meaning of luxury. Luxury means without worry. And I certainly had no worries on my birthday. I let myself go. I, told, I called my coach the next day and I was like, I totally let myself go. I had donuts. I had a prime rib. I had mimosas. Oh, it was fabulous. For your birthday, you're allowed to do stuff like that. And then the next day, right back in the gym for five and a half hours. Got to work it off. What else? What else? I took Dragon to the ER yesterday because he fell off the couch and ripped his toenail out again. He did this last summer. 
It was on his birthday, as a matter of fact. Last summer, he actually fell down the stairs and his toenail got ripped out. He's just such a tiny little baby and his little toenails can't handle it. And so he thinks he can do parkour in the house and then his toenails get ripped out. I got to take him to the doctor. They got to bandage him up, make sure he doesn't get infection. Bada bang, bada boom. So that's another charge that I incurred. (laughs) What else? Off the top of my head, little bit of life stuff here and there, but really good life stuff. Aside from all the nonsense, there's a lot of wonderful things happening to me and for me. Things are starting to move in the right direction. So as much as I do, I vent and I kid. Again, like I said at the beginning, we're all human. Our emotions are like a buffet. They just, they're there, they come and go. You, you take your pick. But at the end of the day, I am very, very blessed. I have wonderful people in my life. I have wonderful people coming and going and staying and meeting new people. And it's just, life is just so absolutely fantastically beautiful and also disgusting at the same time. Like, they should write a song about it. It's just like, it's crazy. But I am really looking forward to the rest of the month. I'm going to start. I, I do have a new job that I'm waiting to start. I'm going to be a cocktail server at the Aria Pool. And so I'm waiting for that to begin, middle of March. Got a really big gig in the middle of March for my staging job. So Just so much, so many good things, so many wonderful things that you can stop, put your hands together and say, you know what, bitch, I'm blessed. Until next time, friends, please remember, ghosting is not a thing. Ciao.